Welcome to Employee of the Month. Here's your host, Katie Lazarus. Hi, welcome back to Employee of the Month. I'm delighted to have on David Wayne, who is an actor, writer, and director, and also looked out for me when I first started, and that means the world. I had dropped out of my PhD, had no idea what I was doing. I barely have any idea what I'm doing eight years later, hence the show. Um, but it meant so much. I was completely lost and just felt like a new kid in a new town. And comedy is not the nicest business. I don't know if you've heard that before. Um, so it meant the world to have this comedian who had succeeded from the get-go when he started to look out for me. And he gave me good romantic advice. He said, I was dating some underwhelming void of personality guy. I'm just forgetting his name because there have been too many of them. But he was like, yeah, don't date someone you're, you're not invested in or doesn't like you that much because you need to leave room on the bench for the right one to sit down. You won't know to sit down. And uh, it's someone still has not sat down that was the right one, but I think it's really good advice uh, nonetheless. And I was also grateful because I was doing these benefits for Seeds of Peace. My brother's a peace activist in the Middle East and at the time was working for Seeds. And am I saying he's better than you guys? No, I'm saying my brother's better than me. But I wanted to do something. I really feel like even if I don't have money, I try to find ways to contribute. And I was coming from social service and it was hard to leave uh, to do something that is my passion and creative, but also inherently, I think, a little more self-indulgent. Um, so I was still finding ways to connect and I did these benefits and David just immediately stepped up and was like, yeah, I'll host. And that was really when we, we bonded. Although I think I also... Um, worked with him at Heat Magazine when I was there. And since then, have become friends and I continue to wonder what it was like to just always know what you want to do. And David's had that since the get-go. You can watch this episode, episode, you can watch this video on YouTube of him as a kid uh, in Shaker Heights, Ohio, showing you the landscape of Shaker Heights. Um, and I believe that was his first acting debut and, and writing debut as well. But his larger one happened in college was The State, which was on MTV and really changed the scene for alternative comedy. He then went on to do Wet Hot American Summer, the cult classic film. If you haven't seen it, you're not alone. There are probably people in Tunisia or Rwanda or uh, even Colombia who may not have seen it as well. So find them and check it out. And has since gone on to do Wayne Days, his own web series about his love life, which I think is just an excuse for him to kiss every hot actress who um, he knows. Wanderlust is one of his great films. Children's Hospital, the TV show, is so funny. You should check that out. And um, his newest film, They Came Together, will be released soon. And he co-wrote that with um, Michael Showalter. He has a lot of frequent contributors. Michael Showalter, Michael Ian Black, of course. They've had Stella on Comedy Central. Um, and he also works with Paul Rudd. I can't tell if all these comedy guys just think Paul Rudd is the cutest thing in the world and want to be him, or they already know that they are cute enough, but Paul Rudd um, is even cuter. Is that fair? That's wrong. That's unethical. The point is that these are all lovely human beings and we should love them equally as people, but some people translate more as romantic leads than others. In any event, please enjoy my interview with David Wayne. Well, he, he helped define comedy in so many ways. Um, you may have, uh, if you're, um, well, I'm 21, but if you were a little bit older than me, you may have come here in the late 90s and uh, gone to the Fez and, and seen him um, performing. He was part of the state um, on MTV. 
Uh, you may also know him from Wet Hot American Summer, from Stella, from The Ten, from Wanderlust. And I'm very, very excited. And Wayne Days. And I'm, I'm, can't believe I'm forgetting the sheep one. There's a, a kid show about sheep that he also wrote for, which I know most of the diehard fans here are, are from. From that one, but we'll find out what the name of that sheep one is because we have, without further ado, Mr. David Wayne! David Wayne, David Wayne. David Wayne, David Wayne. David Wayne. So that was my, my, my attempt at a makeout session because I've been seeing Wayne Days. And I notice what happens in each episode. Making out. I make, uh, get to make out with um, women. <laughs> the entire series. Like, I, was watching, I was watching your acting reel. And like every other scene is like you making out with yet another hot, hilarious, intelligent. That is what mm -hmm. you get when you get cast in something you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> You wizard. <laughs> Even if it, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be on the internet. <laughs> now you'd have to pay for your I have a camera, movie. so now you have to do it. Now, even in a recent episode of, of Children's Hospital, I thought it was very cute how you had Amanda Peet was playing your wife, even though your wife, Sandy, was also in the episode. Right. But it was actually Jennifer Westfeld. Oh, oh she was no, playing it was, no, 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 what? she wasn't. Who? She was playing the network. Lake staff. Bell was I playing. I apologize my wife. for confusing yes. these two gorgeous women. I apologize. Well, gorgeous women. <laughs> Diamond doesn't. <laughs> was there ever a time that you also got to kiss Amanda Peet? I think there is. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry that I I think that's probably why I confused them. You're thinking of the old short film I did, which was called Finishing the Novel. Uh, on a, it was done for Apartment 2F, which was Jason nice. and uh, uh, Randy Sklar's uh, sitcom on MTV back in the 90s. Those are the Sklar brothers for, for those who are playing at home. And the um, show, other show you were thinking of is Sheep in the City. Thank you, Sheep in the City. On Cartoon Network. Yes, and there were a lot of great uh, writers actually on well, that show. Well, it was created by, and it was the show of uh, Mo Willems, who is now yes. a superstar children's book writer and was the founder of the sketch comedy group at NYU, out of which begat the state. I'm a big fan of There's a Bird on My Head. Do you have that book? Yes. I like that one. And, I feel um, like I want everyone over here to be able to see us, too. Can, I think, can you guys see us all? Yeah. Can you guys, what about these guys over here? Yeah, these guys. <laughs> Wait a minute. You guys going to let them get away with that? No way. Hold on. They're getting warmer. <laughs> so what was it like going up in a very stable, happy, suburban home in Shaker Heights, Ohio? Utter hell. Um, it was great because uh, in the winter, in um, Christmas time, we went to Key Biscayne, Florida, uh, and there was a we had a condo. <laughs> we went fishing, except one time the the motor conked out on the boat, and we had to get somebody to drag us back through the bay into the uh, harbor. And you, um, I was well. Well, um, I, do you want to cue the little Shaker Heights one? Do you have that one? No, you said. We're gonna do both. We're gonna do both. Okay, but I don't. I, I hope don't ha I don't have that one. Oh, that's a different one. You can play it on. No, no, YouTube. he had that already. I know. It's all right. It's okay. It's Fine. good. No, help, help add to the okay. chaos. It's great. Um, you can leave that. You can leave that one for now. That's great. That's too, great. No, you can play it. No, or no. don't. Or do. Or don't. Or do. Or don't. 
It's too bad because, like, eat a banana. Could have given you high res. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just whatever. I'm a video geek filmmaker. Um, you have been directing, acting, and writing since the beginning, it seems, because I, one of the things I admire most about you is you really do uh, promote all of your films. You produce, you write, you direct. My thing I'm most proud of is that I promote all of my films. Yeah, well, it, that's, that's a lot. I feel like you could have sold out and gone and written for a big show and a made a lot of money. The guy who doesn't promote his, his work. Yeah, I, yeah. If you, David, if you're... No, if Katie, you're, I'm, we're joking. Trust me. We're, I mean, we're, we're I know as a non-TV here. writer who's never worked in the business, let me tell you about your profession. Um, I don't know. I have this image that, that some people sort of say, I don't really want to put the work in and they... Um, stop doing it. Right. No, I, kept, I stuck projects. with it. I stuck with the passion projects, even when it was uh, very uh, non, not lucrative, which it mostly has been not. <laughs> I understand. That. I've been there. Yeah. I just got there again. Um, I know. I heard about you that you got fired. <laughs> I mean, let go, let go. Like I get unemployment. I get unemployment. Uh, the New York. I keep saying that to myself. It's a to make new chapter. <laughs> oh fuck that. Yeah. Um, the New York Times has been following... I think with Romney coming in, things will... They'll get better. It's all going to be better. I just got to go out and get a, a binder and a bayonet and I'll be fine. Um, trapper keeper. I um, I loved those. But I, I, I really did want to talk, talk to you ab about the If there was... Film. You know what I think of with binders or for not. women is that if they're the plastic-coated binders and the women are naked, then that means that the plastic coating is touching their... They're what, David? They're what? <laughs> They're pussies. <laughs> now, incident, speaking of pussies, the New York Times has been following your career quite closely since 1997. I was reading an article about what the They're doing that eight-part series on pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I'm trying to be sincere. Is that hard for you? Sometimes. Does that affect your marriage? Yes. <laughs> Is that why you end up doing shows where you're kissing other women? No. no. Does the kissing other women ever affect the marriage? No. <laughs> there was a pause there, wasn't there? I sensed a pause. Well, the the the, the Is it weird? Like is that main, a little bit weird to be kissing main, all your friends? The the most oft love interest in the kissing web series is played by my beautiful, awesome wife. Yes, who's a phenomenal actress. Sandy Hardick, who is incredible. And she's also on Children's Hospital. But what I'm also asking, is it weird for either one of you, like when you guys are kissing other people on camera? I'm, I'm being serious. Seriously, not no. really, because it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's clinical. <laughs> it's work. And, you know, it's like if I'm touching some other lady's lips, and it's like, like you know, it does nothing. <laughs> Nothing. No, because you know, there's nothing. There's no. T it's not a turn on if they don't really. They're not really wanting to kiss you. They're doing right. it because they're getting paid or because it's like, you know, exposure on the internet. So, they couldn't it's get. Like they couldn't get paid more for that kind of exposure. I went on like, a, there's no I, other options for women to do I that. I went to on the a bachelor party in Amsterdam, and it was 25 guilders for a suck, and then 50 for a suck and fuck. Um, is it okay to curse? I don't know. Is it? And. You know, you go in the red light door, and you, the woman does I don't it. know. I, I couldn't can tell do you it. for sure that I do My not know My point is I couldn't even do it. I couldn't do it because it it's not exciting unless they really want and then hot for you. 
You're such a good man. Is this where I'm supposed to like pat you on the back? <laughs> He's one of the rare mentions in this business. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. <laughs> so this is a great segue. I'm uh, so glad you have three white brown haired guys in their 40s tonight. That is true. That is true. I was thinking about how hard it is to find my dream job, and I couldn't figure out why. And then I thought, huh, well, Ivy Lee grad, AJ Jacobs, and then uh, two Jewish white males, and I guess the third the, was the, a real outlier because he's Italian. The unspoken thing is I did not go to an Ivy League school. But first of all, you did go to Brown and you transferred. I went to, no, I went to Brown for visiting semester in the middle of college. Okay. But AJ, who I was talking about, who went to Ivy League school, did go to an Ivy League school. But the larger point is you are correct that white males tend to have really nice jobs. That is true. Thank you for pointing that out. If you go to the Employee of the Month website, you can also see that there is a diverse group of people who we have on the show and continue to do so if you come to the December including, show. You'll also see that. Including black. I, <laughs> I prefer African American, but yes, I agree with you. So so um our next our next <laughs> No, I think it's a good topic and I think it's an important one. It's certainly something I've struggled with um, breaking into the business. Have you struggled with that as well? With what, black? Being <laughs> As a black male, I can tell you. No, I, have, you, I, have you struggled with anything? <laughs> I struggled with being unemployed for five years. Okay. Um, that sucked. And yeah. losing all, all my all cash. Okay. When did um, that happen? That I'm was like that. from when I was 25 uh, to 30, pretty much, is when I... Um, and into the... No. No, it was like 20... In my 20s and 30s, basically. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Including, even like during the, the time when I made uh, Wet Hot American Summer, I actually lost all my money in, in the making of that and the, wow. and the way that it didn't come out. I mean, it did come out, but it, 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 you know, it, was, it was made for $2 million, and it grossed um, uh, about 300000 And um, so the math... We can figure out later, but uh, and the thing was that it was basically when the the there was just a lot of years where I was working very hard on things that I liked, but nothing happened. Like nothing, yeah, nothing. But that gives gives hope to, to those of us because I I really um, feel like everything you've gotten out including the next thing that we're going to show, are, are pretty exciting. Yes. And then, yes, once we started doing that Stella show on Comedy Central, somehow I, I've been incredibly, incredibly lucky and fortunate and busy and busy. So that was the time where things felt like they started to change is when Stella came out? Yes. And, well, it wasn't that, and that was a failure, too. I mean, that, <laughs> that was canceled after one season. But, um, but what equals failure at that point? You got a, your own show on in the way that you wanted exactly, to get it on? Exactly, totally. That's right. And we got to, we, the failure, I, the, I don't know. But to me, that was success. Was we got a show on TV and, and very few people watched it and it was canceled. But I still was thrilled to have had the opportunity. It was incredible. To do any, she represents you guys very well, I think, right? Yes. Well, I've been lucky, so, so lucky that, and this was the last movie that we, we shot this summer is another example of where I can't believe I keep fooling people into letting me do things that are very much our own thing in some form. And then, uh, you know, st still generally um, people don't come to see it, but it, it, it's gratifying to do the work that is really fun and to make enough money to live.
No, but it's it's a movie that um, I wrote with Michael Showalter. Uh, thank you. Um, it's the first thing movie that we wrote uh, together um, out after Wet Hot American Summer, and it was um, shot. Uh, for a relatively low budget in Brooklyn, New York, this past summer, starring Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. Um, so will you dim the house lights? Amy Poehler, who is the owner of this building. Who brought us here, who lets wait, us wait, be wait, here, wait, 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 wait. Okay, before you start it. I need to explain it. Yes, yes, go, <laughs> I apologize, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, he can it's do it in the dark. <laughs> basically a very stupid romantic comedy. And um, what's happening, this is a scene in the middle of the movie. And what happens is Paul Rudd's character uh, met Amy Poehler uh, at a party, and they really did not hit it off. They hated each other. Is this autobiographical or no? This is not autobiographical. Okay. This is a fictional story. Okay. And so then now Paul is out in a bookstore shopping with his brother, played by Max Greenfield, and then Amy is walking around with her friend, played by Tiana Paris, and they run and they run into this guy who she had a terrible set up with that didn't work out in the party before. And this is called They Came Together. That's the name of the movie. Okay, great. You guys, David Wayne, thank you so much. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please check out our website, employeeofthemonthshow.com. That's employeeofthemonthshow.com. You can nominate people. You can give me feedback about the interviews, what you liked, didn't like, people you'd like to hear from. Again, this show is about jobs, work, and culture. So try to get a sense of how people spend their time, what they do with it. We really only, we meaning me, like to only interview interesting, good eggs. The good part meaning that they have a moral compass. I probably will not take someone if they're a dictator or a parking ticket officer, but anyone else who has a really interesting job or career, please feel free to uh, let us know about them. Please donate if you have money. We could really use your help. It makes the sound quality that much better. It helps pay for people. And even me, I could afford to have three meals in a day instead of combining. That would be a delight. I really want to thank Ian Mazoff for being just a wonderful partner in crime, as well as all of you for listening. Thank you so, so much. And how did I not thank Lady Parts? Thank you, Lady, for being the best co-host a host could ever have. I'm Katie Lazarus. Be well. <laughs>